You are listening to Victory Alabang Podcast. Connecting with other believers helps us in our walk with God. Listen to Sync, our week two message by Pastor Ariel Marquez. All right, we are into the second uh, installment of our series Hotspot. And, you know, last week we talked about uh, how to connect uh, with God. Basically, when you talk about Hotspot, we're talking about connections. Okay? Everybody say connections. Connection. And a Hotspot is actually a place uh, where a wireless signal is made available so that the internet can be accessed. Now, how many of you normally use the internet on a daily basis? Can you please raise your hand? Para hindi ka maka survive pag wala internet nowadays, right? What does that tell us? You know, it tells us that we are meant to be connected to one another. You know, gone are the days, you know, before we don't really have internet. But somehow, how do we connect? We use the, the normal methods, nail mail, uh, telegraph, uh, whatever, telephone, right? But nowadays, because of the internet, communication is much faster and more convenient. You know, normally when I go out, I normally look for this sign, Wi-Fi. How many of you normally, when you, are, when you have a meeting, maybe in a coffee shop or maybe in a restaurant, you normally look for this sign? Or maybe you're traveling. You know, I've done a lot of travelings, uh, and uh, every time I would book uh, into a hotel, whether local, domestic, or international, I'd normally look for a place where in that hotel offers Wi-Fi. Diba? Why is that? So that we can be connected. And the nature of the Wi-Fi is really, you know, having an, a router and, uh, you know, to be able to have our devices uh, reach that router and so that we can connect uh, from one person to the next, wherever you are, uh, anywhere uh, in the world. And so that's uh, what series is all about. Uh, last week we talked about connecting to God and uh, it's really about discipleship. Everybody discipleship. So let me just go through our series objectives so that we can be clear on what we're trying to achieve for the next uh, two more weeks. Okay, So our people will understand that discipleship is all about relationship and that the believer's relationship with God enables them to connect others to God. And so the starting point really of us connecting with one another is first to be connected to God, having a vertical uh, connection. And how many of you realize that you definitely need one another. Look at the person beside you and tell that person, I need you. Like the flower needs the rain, you know I need you. Okay. All right, so we need one another. We're built to be connected. Diba? You know, for those of you who are younger, you don't know that song anymore. But uh, you know, we're, we're made to be connected. We're made to have relationships. And I believe, you know, even uh, I heard somebody once said, it's not what you know, it's who you know. How connected are you? You know, hopefully you can get, you know, use your connection in a good way and not in a negative way. Okay, so that's exactly what our series is all about. Last week we talked about the source. Everybody say the source. The source of all connections is God Himself. And if you look at the Bible from the book of Genesis, you see that there is a reason why God created man on the last day of creation and not on the first day. The reason why He created man, He provided everything for man from the first day, the light, the, the, vegeta- uh, the vegetables, the, the, the animals, uh, the expanse, the sky. And then on the last day, He created man so that man will not be thinking that I was created by God to work for Him, but that God created man so that God can have fellowship with us. 
because we're made to have a relationship with God and with one another. Uh, this uh, Today, we're going to be talking about sync. Everybody say sync. Now, to sync is to be synchronized. It's actually a short term for synchronization. Okay, Having the same uh, data or the same platform, no matter what device you are. Okay, So, whether you have an iPad, an iPhone, or a Mac, or maybe an Android nowadays, Samsung, uh, they have a way to syncing all these devices because of the web platform. Now, no matter where you're coming from, uh, whether you're somebody from uh, a different demographic, maybe you're somebody from the city or from the province, maybe you came from this campus, whether you came from UP, UST, Ateneo, LaSalle, UENU, wherever you came from, or San Beda, Southville, guess what? Because of our connection with Christ, we are connected to one another. They were synced. And uh, next week, we're going to be talking about sharing, sharing our faith, uh, to other people because when we're connected to God, we definitely have a message. Okay, So that's basically the essence of what we're trying to achieve in this uh, series. So I'd like to invite everyone to stand with me as we uh, read the text or the scripture this evening. We're going to be reading from the book of Ephesians, uh, chapter 2, verses, uh, verses 19 to 22. Okay, uh, Let me encourage you to... Uh, to have your Bibles, uh, you know, once you uh, look at this, take down notes, maybe you can go and review the notes uh, when you get home, okay? So Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19 to 22, okay? Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and aliens. Look at the person beside you and tell that person you're not an alien, okay? You're not an alien, okay? But fellow citizens with God's people and members of God's household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus Himself as the what? Chief cornerstone. In Him. Everybody say, in Him. It's only through Jesus. Okay, The whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in Him, you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by His Spirit. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, thank You so much for uh, tonight. We thank You, Lord God. We acknowledge that Jesus is the builder of His church. We thank You, Lord God, that Jesus gave His life for us. So that not only are we to be saved to go to heaven, but Lord, You've saved us for a purpose. And You've saved us, Lord God, so that we can be part of this body. You've saved us so that we can be part of your covenant, Lord God. We are now members of your household. And I thank you, Lord God, that we would uh, value uh, one another's friendships and relationships in the church, Lord God. So we thank you for this evening. Give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation to know you better and to know the plans and the purpose that you have for us. We thank you for this night. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say, Amen. You may all be seated. Just smile at the person beside you while you are doing that, okay? All right. Now, last week we talked about, uh, you know, what Pastor Joey basically quoted from his book, uh, The Lego Principle. And he basically said, uh, discipleship is relationship. Now, of course, Pastor Joey may have coined this term, but how many of you know that when you talk about discipleship, it's not just about, you know, uh, a program or an event that you do in church, in fact, uh, you know, some people are confused what the church is all about. You know, when I was growing up as a young boy, you know, we all had different concepts of what church is. Now, 
How many of you uh, here, uh, when you were younger, when, like when you were a child, how many of you were excited to go to church? You're waking up your parents, Mom, Dad, it's church time! How many of you are, you know, when you were younger? Okay? Wala? Okay. okay. Because I was kind of like you guys. You know, when I was a young boy, I thought church was boring. How many of you can relate with me on that? I thought church was boring. I thought church was for old people. In fact, not only old people, but old women. I thought, you know, church, pag sinabi ko, church, oh no, I'm gonna be with old ladies. Parang gano'n, no? But I didn't realize that when you talk about church, church consists of different kinds of people. In fact, God called us to be part of a church. In fact, there's this author, Bill Hybels, that said the local church is the hope of the world. He was audacious enough to say that the local church is the hope of the world. That Jesus has no plan B anymore. That Jesus Christ founded the church, is building the church, and will use the church to be salt and light to provide solutions to the problems of man. Of course, it's not about us. Look at the person beside you and say that to that person. It's not about you and me. It's about Jesus. Because Jesus is the founder of the church. He is the head of the church. The head of the church here in Alabang is not Ariel Marquez, or not Steve Merle, or not Ferdy Kabiling. Okay? The head of the church in Alabang is Jesus himself. Amen. He is the pastor of this church. He is the chief cornerstone. He is the chief shepherd. I am only an under-shepherd before the Lord. Pastor Sonny, Jonathan, and myself, and the other pastors here are just, you know, appointed by God to take care of the flock. And who's the flock? You are. Diba? To, to be able to lead you to Him, not to us. Okay? That's the purpose of the church. Now, sometimes you get confused about, oh, talaga real purpose of the church? Because we need to understand that God called us to be part of the church. Now, some companies are so clear about what they're made to be. For example, if I say Starbucks, what comes to mind? Coffee, hindi ba? Coffee Starbucks, hindi waffle. Right? Hindi pretzel. Right? Hindi banoffee pie. They may have all the other stuff, but the main line that they have is coffee. Right? If I say Toyota, what comes to mind? Cars. And cars that are durable. Cars that are reliable. If I say Volvo, what comes to mind? Expensive cars, okay? But more than that, it's safety. What they're selling is safety, right? So, you know, some companies are very clear. When you talk about the name of the company, they are clear about their game plan. They're clear about, you know, what, what they're called to do. They're clear about their core values. Now, when you talk about church, when I say church, what comes, what comes to mind? Some say Jesus, some say people, some say uh, discipleship, some say love. How many of you know that we only love? Yeah, that's right. But, you know, is there any clarity of what the purpose of the church is? When Jesus left earth, Matthew 28, what did he say? Go and make disciples of all nations. I believe that God destined the church to be a changing agent so that we can actually see this nation change for the glory of God. Amen. And guess what? You and I are a part of that. How many of you long to see a change in the Philippines? Diba, we've been praying for that. 
you know, we pray for, Lord, change our leaders, change our economy, change this, change that, change my seatmate, change my boss. Don't pray, change my wife, okay? <laughs> That's permanent, okay? So we're asking for change. And guess what? God wants to use us. God wants to use you and me to be an agent of change because God called you and me to be salt and light of the earth. Look at the person beside you. Tell that person, kasama ka doon. Huwag ka matulog. Huwag ka magutom. Okay, mamaya na yan. Okay? Don't think about food yet. Okay? And so discipleship, I believe, is one of the major things that God will use in the church to disciple the nation. You know, Jesus said, go into all the world and, and preach, uh, go and make disciples of all nations. Okay? Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything. I command you to do, and surely, everybody say, surely. I love that word, surely. And surely, I will be with you to the very end of the age. That's Matthew 28, 19-20. I mean, I've memorized that. It's part, of our, it's part of our DNA already. That's the calling, or the, the mission of the church. Okay? Of course, it's built on Jesus Christ. Now, when you talk about sync, sync is our topic tonight. An informal noun of synchronization to work well together, to be in agreement. Now, how many of you normally use uh, an Android phone? You please raise your hand. Android S4 or HTC S3. Whatever. Okay. All right. Okay. It's good. Now, how many of you use a Nokia phone? 5110. And then any Nokia phone. Okay. How many of you use an iPhone? Okay, how many of you don't have a cell phone? Which era were you born? Okay. okay, so we normally use a phone, but it's different platforms, right? Now, I used to think that if you own, like for example, it's just so easy to have, an, uh, you know, for example, if you're using an app, Apple device, okay? It's so easy to sync if you belong to the same operating system. How many of you can relate with me on that? Can you, you can track along, right? If you have an iPhone, an iPad, and a MacBook, for example, diba? it's easy to sync all your data because it's in the same operating system. Right? Now, if you have an iPad and then a Samsung, parang, oh, paano mo isi-sync to? Diba? Parang, wow, diba? Unless you have an Android tablet, it's easy to sync because it's the same operating device. Now, uh, sorry, uh, uh, operating system. Now, Nowadays, I, I discovered, okay, one of my friends told me that you can actually go and sync cross-platform cross, uh, because of the web platform or web OS, okay? And so whether you have this, uh, you know, S, uh, whatever, okay, uh, Android or an iPhone, you can now go and mix, okay? And so that's the same nature that we have in the church. Haven't you noticed that all of us come from different backgrounds? Haven't you noticed that all of us come from different kinds of culture, different campuses? You know, some of uh, some people came from uh, a race were raised for the, from the city. Some were raised from the provinces. Some were raised from rich backgrounds. Some were raised from poor background. Some were raised from middle class uh, family background. Okay. Some were raised from single uh, parent homes. Some were raised from families that are together. So different backgrounds, different needs, and yet. We can actually come together in church and be united because of one God. 
There's one God. We serve one Lord. We are uh, in one baptism, one faith. Okay, that's from Ephesians chapter 4. And so, I believe that the only way we can sync with one another is because of Jesus Christ. Amen. No matter what differences we may have. How many of you again are married? Please raise your hand. How many of you have fought at least once in your married life? Pastor, hindi lang once. Many times. We've had disagreements. We've had, you know topics or issues that we don't see eye to eye. Amos chapter 3 verse 3, can two walk together unless they are ag- they agree or they are agreed. Can two walk together unless they agree? It's so hard. That's why in the Bible, the Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians, do not be unequally yoked with an unbeliever. When you talk about that particular yoke, you're not talking about the yoke of the egg. You're talking about the yoke of an ox. Diba? How many of you have seen an ox or maybe a carabao or maybe a cow in the province? You see them diba, being you know, uh, harnessed by this wooden uh, yoke. And with that yoke, though they are different animals, okay, they actually are yoked together and they go to the same direction. Okay? You have to be in agreement. It's just so hard for a husband and wife to come together if you're not in agreement. More so... Us in the church, believers, but yet I believe God's grace will help us sync with one another. Okay, now how are we connected with other believers? I have three simple points here tonight. Okay, number one is we're called together. Everybody say called together. We're called together. You know, somebody called us out. Somebody, you know, mentioned your name. Okay, somebody uh, went to the cross and made sure that you are saved. In Ephesians chapter two, verse uh, nineteen to twenty-two says, "Consequently, you're no longer foreigners and aliens." Now, why did the apostle Paul use these terms, foreigners, aliens? How many are familiar with aliens? How many are familiar with zombies? Ah, no, no, no. Okay, you're no longer zombies. Okay, you're no longer aliens from the covenant of God. You know, there's a scripture in Ephesians chapter 1, once we were far away, no hope, no God at all. We were, you know, set apart from, you know, from the covenant of God. We were not, not seeking God. We were not part of the covenant of God. We were not part of the blessings of God. How many of you want the blessings of God? Guess what? If you are part of the covenant of God, then you have the blessings of God. But there was a time in our life when we were away from the covenant of God. But he's saying now, now you're no longer foreigners. You're no longer aliens from the covenant of God. But what? Fellow citizens with God's people and members of God's household. Now, look at the analogy here. He's using the word citizens. Diba? How many of you are citizens of the Republic of the Philippines? Please raise your hand. Diba? You pledge allegiance to your flag. Diba? You were taught. Diba? Growing up, using the Bayang Magiliw. Diba? Panatang Makabayan or whatever. Diba? So, we're citizens. How many of you are dual citizens? Si Pastor Sani, dual citizen daw siya. Half Filipino, half Filipina. I don't know. No, lang yun, okay? So, citizens of God's... Now, he also used household, members of God's household. Okay? And, uh, you know, it talks about being part of a nation, which is a group of tribes. It also talks about a family, a household. Members of the household, okay? Verse 20, built 
on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. Now let me tell you this. It's just so hard for us to be common because if you look around you, there's probably a lot of differences among us, right? There's so many, so many ideas, so many ideologies, so many uh, you know, different mindsets that you've brought on the table. And the only commonality that we have, really, is the Lord Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ went to the cross, gave His life, He died, He was buried, and after three days, He rose again from the dead. That's the good news of, of the Gospel. Because of what He has done, He actually tore the veil. Remember that story, di ba? After He was resurrected, uh, after, after He died, He tore the veil in the temple of Solomon. From top to bottom, it's actually signifying that the, you know, that the, the wall that separates us from God is now open. And He not only connected us back to the Father, but He also connected us back to one another. That the walls of hostility can actually go down. You know, when you talk about the church, the talk, actually the church comes from the word ekklesia. Everybody say ekklesia. It's a Greek word which means called out once. Okay? You were called out of darkness and called into the family of God. Okay? In Galatians chapter uh, 3, verse 28 to 29, it says, There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Whether Jew, whether Greek. In fact, uh, you know, the story... Uh, in John chapter 5, Jesus was actually going and was asking for water from the Samaritan woman. And the Samaritan woman was asking, how can you talk to me? Don't the Jews hate the Samaritans? Because it's part of the culture of the Jews. You cannot associate with a non-Jew or a half-Jew. For them, you can only associate with the Jews. They discriminate the half-Jews. They discriminate the Gentiles. But yet, the Apostle Paul is now saying that because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross, there's neither Jew nor Greek. It doesn't matter what your nationality is. It doesn't matter what your background is. Whether slave or free, whether male or female. In fact, one of the prayers of the Jew now in in the temple is, Lord, I thank you that I am not a Gentile. I thank you that I am not a slave. And I thank you that I am not a woman. You know, they, they have a certain mindset of discrimination among those who are rabbis uh, uh, performing their duties in the temple. How many of you sometimes feel that even if uh, there's a difference, but once you found out that this person is a Christian, parang there's a kindred spirit. Diba? Parang, I mean, that's the only commonality that we have. Parang ibang background But the once you find out, Ay, Christian ka. Ay, Christian din ako, brother. You know, I remember the time in, uh, when we were reviewing in, uh, in our uh, accountancy uh, board exams. That's where I met my wife, Shirley. Okay, maybe some of you have heard of this story. And, uh, you know, we, I don't know her. We, uh, you know, I enrolled in this particular class where most of my classmates were enrolled in. And she happens to enroll also in this class. I think she's one of those... Uh, few uh, college graduates who were from another campus. And so, uh, one particular day, you know, I think she was seated on the other side of the aisle, and, you know, I was seated on this side of the aisle. 
Okay, minding my own business. I was actually uh, enrolled with the brother of Pastor Junas Kusar, and we, uh, we were groupmates, study groupmates. And so one particular day, I think it was uh, Roy who sang this particular Christian song, We Are the Reason. How many of you are familiar with that song? When, when, when he sang that song, Shirley from the other side heard that song. And she asked, are you Christian? And Roy said, yes, I am a Christian. Oh, so I'm also a Christian. And then Roy said, oh, and Ariel is a Christian. <laughs> and I said, are you a Christian? No. Biglang naging kindred di ba? Parang, that was the first time. You know, different schools. You know, most of the people that we, we were enrolled in were my classmates from La Salle. And, uh, you know, she's, she's from uh, La Consolation College. And yet, she was there by the sovereignty and the providence of God. Now, how many of you know that you know, as a single, you don't really have to help God? God will find a way. Come on. How many single people do we have in this place? Just sing the song, We Are the Reason. Okay? No, no, no. That's not for me. No, no, no. My point is this. You know, haven't you met anybody in your office or maybe in your campus? And, you know, you found this person to be a Christian, but somehow there's something there. There's a connection. There's a divine connection. Because you were both blood-bought. You were bought for a price. You have the same Lord. You have the same Jesus who, who, who gave you life. And so that's the connection there. You're synced even if you come from a different background. Called together. Second point is we're joined together. We're joined together in this body. Though you come here, maybe individually, or maybe you came here as a family and you know, not minding your own business. You just want to... Enjoy the service. It's a nice, soft chair you're sitting on. Nice, cold aircon. And about, you know, you're smiling your face. Guess what? The truth is, we are connected and we're joined with one another. In Him, the Bible says, verse 21, In Him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. We're joined together. Guess what? And when you may say, oh, I, I go to uh, you know, a great church. I go to... How many of you love going, coming to victory? I mean, how many of you are thankful for the church? Amen. How many of you are thankful for this church? About victory. We have our own identity. God called us to reach future leaders. God called us to go to the campus. God called us to, uh, to take care of families. And so, that's part of our DNA. But we cannot claim the fact that we have the best or we are the best church. We are not the only church. Victory is only a church that is part of the universal church. Amen. And we cannot lay claim that say, you know, our church is better than you. We go to the mall. You just don't go to, you know, you just go and, you know, worship somewhere there under the tree or whatever, okay? We can't do that. You know, God has blessed us because of the stewardship that we have uh, before the Lord. We're going to be accountable to the Lord, before, you know, when we, we get to heaven. 
But yet, we cannot lay claim to the fact that we are the church. We cannot say, you know, some people, some people, when they say victory, parang their impression is, ah, that church is a church for the rich. How many of you rich people here? In Jesus' name, di ba? I mean, there's the impression, parang, wow, parang pang elite yata yung church na yan. Kung alam lang nila. Di ba? Or some, you know, some people say that this church is for actors and actresses. Yung mga maarte, tinunin ka tuloy mo. Yan. Parang ganyan, di ba? Yung, yung mahilig umarte, yung ma-acting, di ba? Yan. And they say that this is the church for the... Ah, yung church ni, church ni Connie Reyes. Ah, yung church ni Piodo. Ah, okay, yan yung church ni Yeng Constantino. Yan, yan. Oh, church ni Danica, yan. You know... Sometimes, you know, I'm happy to hear that, but in reality, you know, these are ordinary people. In fact, when you, when you talk to them, you know, all they want to do is when they come here, they want to be incognito. They don't want to actually come, they don't want to come here as stars. There's only one star that we worship. Jesus Christ, superstar. He's the only star that's worth bowing down to and worshiping. And we cannot lay claim, you know, when I was, I remember when I was uh, uh, still living in uh, Tahanan Village, uh, early part of our pastoring here until we moved to the Anghari. You know, I remember passing down, you know, uh, Alabang Hills every day and passing uh, New Life, in, uh, New Life uh, Alabang. And I remember praying for that church off. Every time I would pass, I would always bless because I know Pastor Paul Chase. I'll bless the church. I say, Lord, thank you so much for this church. Thank you, Lord, for Pastor Paul. You know, we, we uh, have connections or relationship with other churches as well. CCF, JIL, GCF. Okay? You know, we, we love uh, the body of Christ. We are not the only church that God will use. Amen. You know, that's why we, we better not be too proud to say we're better than the others. No, we're just using what God has called us to do. You know, I don't know which part of the body of Christ we're in. Maybe we're the big toe, or maybe we're the hinlalake, or uh, whatever. Okay, so or maybe the arm or the leg. But we're doing our part. Okay, we're just part of the body. Okay? In Ephesians chapter four, verse sixteen, it says, "From him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love, as each part does its work." And have you ever seen a commercial? You know, maybe it's a romantic commercial. And normally, when it's a romantic commercial, they normally focus on the eyes. They don't normally focus on the ears. Diba? The camera would pan and say, wow, beautiful eyes. Hindi yung nakatutok sa tenga, diba? You know, normally, it's the eyes. Diba? The eye normally is like the, it's the window of the soul. Diba? And so the eye gets special attention. Diba? And, uh, you know, no matter how beautiful an eye is, if you get an eye and pluck it out from its eye socket, and get a scissor and snip the nerve, and then put it on the table, guess what? No matter how beautiful that eye is, if it's disconnected from this body, that becomes World War Z eye. It will move by itself.
eventually it will die. Because it's not connected with the body. You've got to be connected to the body. Guess what? Sometimes we can be so comfortable. You know, minding our own business. You know, I'll mind my own business. You mind your own business. Kanya-kanyang trip lang. Walang basta ganang trip. Kabaala na ako dito. I'm just attending this church and then I'm leaving after this. I don't need anybody. Guess what? The reality is we need one another. You need a relationship because chances are if you don't find friends in church, it'll only take a few months before either your love will grow cold before a problem will come and nobody will stand with you, or you can be offended and you cannot actually open up and say, ang labo naman church, wala man lang bumapansin sa akin, eh hindi ka rin namamansin. Hi kami ng hi sa'yo, hi brother, hi brother, ayoko nga sa'yo, ayoko nga sa'yo. Takbo ka na ka naman takbo. You know, Pastor Joe in his book, The Lego Principle said, you know, how many of you are familiar with Legos? My kids love playing with Legos. And, and he said, you see, regardless of the shape, the size, or color of a Lego piece, each one is designed to do one thing. Connect. Guess what? God made you and I a Lego piece. You are made to connect in this entire body. We need you. We need the gifts that God has given to you. You know, if you look at a Lego piece, this is actually a bunch of Lego uh, pieces and you will notice there are two parts of the Lego. Okay, no matter what size it is, okay, or shape, it may be long, it may be a square, it may be short, or just a one-piece uh, Lego. But the you know the, the 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 part that's important there is the hump on top. You see you see that the one that has Lego written on it. It's meant to connect to the one of the bottom because the bottom part of the Lego is the hole, diba? So as long as you have the hump and there's a hole, guess what? You're made to connect to one another. And with that, you can actually be creative and produce different kinds of toys using different kinds of Lego pieces. Some have actually been even more creative and made towns and cities out of Lego bricks. It is actually a, a city made of Lego because they're connected with one another. We're built with one another. And that's exactly my last point. We're not only called together, we're not only supposed to join with one another or be joined together, but guess what? God wants us to be built together. There is a purpose for us. The reason why God has called you to be part of a local church is so that we can actually be built together as one uh, body. Okay, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 22, and in Him you are, you two are being built. Everybody say, built together. You are to be built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by His Spirit. God does not live in buildings made by human hands anymore. In the Old Testament, you know, the great patriarchs, David, Solomon, they would build a ta- tabernacle. And God's presence would stay in the tabernacle. Moses, diba, would build, uh, you know, would have uh, this Ark of the Covenant, and the presence of God would be in the Ark of the Covenant. Solomon, the Solomon's temple actually had the Ark of the Covenant in the Holy of Holies. It's a temple made by human hands. Guess what? We are in the New Testament. 
When Jesus Christ broke the veil, He's saying, I will no longer live in temples built by human hands. And He will live in one temple alone, and that is the temple of the church. The temple of, God, of the Holy Spirit. And who is that temple? Us. Look at the person beside you. Tell that person, ikaw yun. Not you individually, but us corporately. It's us being built together as a body. You know, as a young boy back in the 80s, how many of you from the 80s? I'm not going to dance Pando Ballet. But you know, back in the 80s, I would always go home, rush from the school, go home to watch one of my favorite shows ever as a young kid. This cartoon that shows every 6 p.m. If you're not familiar with this cartoon, this is what I'm talking about. Once Steve would say, And you would hear this song being played. And you know, it's, it's just so inspiring. You know, they're being attacked by their enemies. And once they start playing this song, wow, you know. Have you ever wondered... Have you ever wondered what they were pressing together? You know, and they say, Let's vote in! And they would press something. Do you know what that is? It's the play button. Okay. Kantahana! Okay. So anyway, that was my assumption. But anyway, so... So these are my heroes when I was a young boy. You know, I would remember Steve, Mark, Little John... Big Bird. Big Bird? Big Bird. Uh, Big Bird. <laughs> and Jamie. You know, they're individual fighters on their own rights. They can actually defeat the enemy. And the Bosnian Empire would send different kinds of robots and beasts trying to s- separate them. And you know, the, the goal of the Bosnian uh, you know, uh, monster is for them to not vault in. But when Captain Steve would say, let's vote in, and transforms into vote It's almost as if you know what's going to happen next. Right? You know they're going to win. You know, when, once they say, uh, you know, laser or curly tops or whatever. <laughs> whatever. I forgot the name of the curly tops. Whew. But the final thing that they will draw out is laser sword! You know that the Bosanian monster has no chance against Botesfai. As long as they're together, as long as they're joined to one another, as long as they're built together, guess what? The Bosanian devil, eh, the Bosanian monster has no chance against Botesfai. We are built to be together. Amen? You know, how many of you uh, know what I'm talking about? Uh, I have... Uh, you know, okay, okay. Yes. Ito yung laser sword, okay? <laughs> laser sword! How many of you know what this is? Walis ting-ting. You know, I was asking Jenny, our communications officer, what's the English for walis ting-ting? 
And nobody knows. It's a Wallis Tang Tang, okay? <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> we were trying to find out. And, and she said, Raffia, Raffia Broom. I said, oh, palang English to. Okay? Now, what's the purpose of this? Diba? It's to clean diba? the dirt on the floor, right? As long as this group of, uh, what do you call this? Ting-ting. Ting, okay? Are together, they're effective. But take away one. Separate this one from the others. Will this be useful? There's only one purpose for this. To be toothpick. I mean, you cannot, you know, can you try sweeping with this. I don't think you can go far. But toothpick? Oh, effective. But guess what? Once you put it back with the group, guess what? It has more purpose and use. Amen? What's now the purpose of this? You have more toothpick. <laughs> no, the purpose of this is so that you can actually sweep better. And you know, when I got married, I realized there's a way to sweep. We didn't have helpers when we were starting out, uh, me and Shirley. I used to, uh, you know, we had helpers when I was single. And I, I remember how the helpers would sweep. And there's a certain technique. You have to put your left hand at the back. And then, do a bend. Right? And then, follow through. There has to be a follow through. It's kind of like tennis. To be effective. As long as these things are together, they can fulfill the purpose for what they're made of. Take away this thing, and it's isolated. Guess what? It's so easy to break this thing. Many times, questions are like that. Maybe because of offense. Maybe because of this mindset of, I can do it alone. Maybe because of mistrust. Maybe because of the accusation. Maybe because of, uh, you know, maybe abuse by another person. You tend to think that, I, I can just separate. I'll just mind my own business. Go to church. Let Jesus be my disciple. Jesus is my pastor. And I can just go on my own. Guess what? What the enemy normally tries to go after are the people in the fringes. Are the people who are separate from the group. You know, if you watch World War Z, zombie, na It's not enough of those who are inside. Okay? You watch Nat Geo, every time a predator would attack the herd, they would normally choose the one who's outside the herd and not the one inside the herd. Same is true with Christianity. We were made to be connected with one another. You and I were made to have a relationship first with God. But now that we have a relationship with God, our relationship, our fellowship has been restored. God wants us to be connected with other people in the church. That's why we value relationships. And normally they happen through small groups. Our healthy relationship with God should result in healthy relationships with other believers. You know, as I come to uh, an end, you know, I'd like to ask the worship team here on stage. You know, we're, we're going to do something different here as an application, as a response. 
I'd like us all to stand up. We're going to be praying in a while. And this may seem maybe awkward for some, but I want you to look around. And I want you to go to a person that you don't know. And introduce yourself. I want everybody doing this. I want to try this experiment. You know, the only time that we can break the hiya is just to take the first step. Start a conversation, just tell that person, you know, who you are and what you're doing. That's it. Okay? I want you to do it right now. Okay? Choose a person around you and go to a person that you don't know and introduce yourself. Okay, Go and try to meet somebody who's new for the first time. You're going to talk to that person. Now, once you've met with that person, stay with that person first, okay? Stay with that person first. Now, how many of you met somebody who's new? How many of you met somebody? Great, okay? Ang hirap talaga magsasabi ko sa inyo, start a conversation. Now, what's hard is to stop a conversation. Okay, everybody stop. Alright, stop first. Okay, stay where you are. Stay where you are. Here's what I want you to do now, right now. With that person that you've just met now, I want you to pray for that person for 30 seconds. Okay, offer a prayer. Don't even ask what the prayer request is. Just bless that person. Pray for blessing. Pray for favor. Pray that the, you know, God will continue to show Himself strong on that, on, on that person. And then 30 seconds after, the other person will pray for the first person. Will you do that? Okay? Let's do that right now for one minute. Okay? Go first person. Pray for 30 minutes. Pray a simple prayer. Pray for blessing. Pray for favor. Pray for wisdom. Pray for the mind of Christ. Okay, last five seconds and then the other one will pray for the other first one. Okay, the second person will now pray. Last five seconds. In Jesus' name, Amen. How many of you were blessed with that? Praise God. That's the Spirit of God moving in this body. And guess what? You don't have to just experience that once during a Sunday exercise, but you can experience that as often as you want through relationships in this church. Amen. We hope you were inspired by that message. Connect is an important word in victory because in all things we must connect with God through Jesus Christ. We also encourage everyone to be connected to one another via a victory group. To join one, simply inquire at the concierge through our website at www.victoryalabang.org or even through our Facebook page at facebook.com slash victoryalabang. 
Thank you and stay connected.